Hey guys, what's going on? Nez Hoover here with Bars Loaded Episode 6. We've been on a little bit of a break lately and I've just been super busy with several different things, several different projects going on, so we haven't been able to sit down. We find solo on this one and uh, today we'll be talking about my weight loss and transformation and how I did it, why I did it, and what's next for me. So I guess first off, I'll give a little bit of background of my athletic, or I guess let's just do my my strength athletic background. And I started powerlifting back in 2010 and competed competitively for about four or five years. And the last time I competed in powerlifting was actually a push-pull at my own gym. And uh, that was rough because I was running the competition and competing, which I would never do again. But I did that about 235 body weight, and I've always competed in powerlifting about 220, 242. And I've done a strongman since then, right before I got married in 2014, and that was at a body weight about 242. And since then, you know, kind of just let things go. I haven't been really had anything to compete for and train for, just kind of training and not really pushing myself. Well, I let my body get up to about 270. And uh, that was pretty difficult for me because I didn't feel, I felt strong in certain areas for powerlifting, but other things I didn't feel the way I should. You know, I didn't feel like an athlete. And back in about August of 2016, my brother-in-law asked me to play indoor soccer with him. And I hadn't played soccer since I was about six years old, seven years old, uh, when I quit to play football. But I agreed. It looked pretty fun. And uh, I got into it. And a couple seasons in, once my cardio caught up, I was starting to like it. And I, was, I had guys telling me, hey, you're pretty fast for a big guy. And uh, not the best player on the field, but I can compete. And, but the problem was, is after every game, my body was completely wrecked. My hips hurt, my knees hurt, excuse me, my knees hurt, my ankles hurt, and I, I had little injuries, I had an ankle injury, I, I twisted my knee up, I uh, pulled my hamstring really bad, and I just realized that my body weight was just too heavy. I can't be playing soccer at 265, 270, even though my, you know, cardio-wise, I caught up. So that's when I was like, I need to get my body weight down. So for about the first six to eight weeks, I got down to about 255, about 15 pounds. And I was happy with that. I, you know, I was, wasn't doing anything specific. I added a little more cardio. And when I say cardio, I was about 20 to 30 minutes, three or four times a week on the elliptical. Kind of watched what I ate and got down to about 255, which was good, you know, about 15 pounds. But then I got stuck there for about two weeks, and I was talking to my brother Jordan, and I was like, I got to do something. He's like, yeah, you got to change something up because something's not working anymore. Your body is not responding. So I don't know how it came up in conversation about the keto diet. One of the guys at the gym was doing keto. I lost about 40 pounds with it, and I was like, all right, I've heard of it, but, you know, I hadn't, I didn't really know much about it. So for the next th three days or so, I really ingrained myself with a ketogenic diet, and I did research. 
I watch videos, I read articles, I uh, listen to testimonials, the podcasts, and uh, really try to learn as much, and really try to learn, you know, as much about it as I can. So after I did that, I started with the keto diet, and uh, I started putting some things together the first couple of weeks, and I played with several different things. But I really felt like I had some success with it, and it was something I could sustain. It was very uh, filling food. Fats could be very uh, fulfilling and satisfying when you eat them. So uh, the meals that I was putting together were very, very delicious, and adding butter and bacon and different stuff like that I was keeping. I, I wasn't really measuring a whole lot of macros, and... I didn't want to be on a huge uh, calorie calorie deficit, so I was keeping my calories about uh, 2,000 to 2,400. I was usually around 2,800, and after that, you know, I, I got on a roll. After the first couple of weeks, I would keep my carbs under 30 a day, which is really low, but I was able to sustain that and still have some energy to train. And so I had signed up for the strongman competition in El Paso that I did last weekend, and I signed up for middleweight, which was 235. And I was pretty happy with that and the simple fact that, you know, I could make that weight, I still feel strong, and uh, for whatever reason, there was a mistake in the registration form, and middleweight was not 235, it was 220. So I was like, damn, man, now what do I do? Do I go up to heavyweight, 275? compete with those big boys and the competitor in me was like no you've already started this let's get down to 220 let's see if we can do it let's really make a push for this so with that in mind I understood that you know at 220 I'm going to be a little bit weaker and when I say weaker I mean in the context of when I was 270 and this took a while for me to understand and really accept so I started working down and got down to about 235 with about two weeks to go. Uh, 235, 232, somewhere around there. And I was hoping after that, that first week, I'd be under 230 going into Monday. And then I would you know, cut six or seven pounds of water weight in those last couple of days and I'd be good. Well, what happened was is that first week, I don't know what I did. I don't know if I cut too many calories too soon and did not drink enough water, but I was stuck at 2.32. So Monday morning, I woke up, and I was 2.32. So I was like, damn, you know, I got a lot of work to do. I could do this, but, you know, it's going to be tough, which I had accepted. And I, and I told myself I got to appreciate the process of this whole thing. Just appreciate it and take this as a challenge to myself and let's do this. So I made a big mistake. Thursday, I wasn't waiting until Saturday because I had a baseball game Friday afternoon. So Thursday, I cut my food at about 3 o'clock Thursday, which I now know I should have done. I should have still been eating a little bit more. And I cut all water after I woke up Friday morning. Well, I woke up Friday morning and I was... I was 2.29 Friday morning, and no, no, I'm, I'm like, I was 2.27 Friday morning, 
So I went to the sauna and uh, got down to about, I stayed there for about an hour, hour and a half, and I got down to about 2.35. And I left the sauna and went to go play some indoor soccer with my brother-in-law and played for about two hours. And I got down to about 2.24, 2.23. And, uh, but the problem was I still had a baseball game at 4 o'clock that afternoon. And so I went to the game. I was like, you know what? I should be fine. It's going to be hot. Move around. I usually lose a little bit of weight during the game because I'm moving around back and forth, high energy, you know, high stress during the game, sweating, different stuff like that. And it, and it was a, it was a stressful game. And so I left the game, but I didn't lose any weight during the game because the problem was it was too hot. And I was getting caught in the mouth. I couldn't talk. So I was having to take in some distilled water. And I think I took in too much. Granted, I had to do what I had to do to coach the game. And so I was about 224.8 when I left the game. So we are going to drive down to El Paso that evening. And El Paso is about a four-hour drive from Albuquerque. And I... I left there and I rode all the way down to El Paso with my plastics on, but I left here 224.8 and I got there 224.4-ish, I believe. And I was like, damn, man, I didn't lose anything. I thought I was sweating a little bit more than that. So we made the mistake. We got there super late and I left the Epsom Salt Green Alcohol. We had to get the baby down so I didn't go buy it anymore. So I made a makeshift sauna in our room we have unlimited hot water at the hotel so i turned on the hot water in the hotel uh restroom sat in there with my plastics on and was sweating sweating back and forth for about an hour and i only got to 224 too no no i'm sorry yeah yeah uh no i i got just under 224 so i was about 223 eight ish so i was like damn not I'm going to go down the elliptical in the fitness room. Well, the fitness room, you know how they are at hotels. Most of them aren't worth a share. It was closed for remodeling. I don't know how you remodel a room with elliptical and a treadmill, but they're remodeling. So I was like, shit, man. Now I'm getting a little discouraged that maybe I'm not supposed to make this. So I went to bed. And I was like, screw it. I'll get up in the morning. Well, my wife wakes me up about 7 o'clock in the morning, and she's like, when are you going to start cutting and I was like, I thought to myself, if I go back in the restroom and do what I did last night, I'm not going to lose the weight. So I found a Gold's Gym about two miles away that had a sauna. So I went there, I jumped on the elliptical for about 20 minutes, jumped on the stair step for, for about 10, got on uh, the bike for another 10, and I was just like, I could not find a rhythm. I went and got on the sauna for about 45 minutes to an hour, back and forth, and I was just freaking dying. I was sick of the sauna. I was like, no more. At this point, I weighed myself, and I was about 222.2. Well, I had to lose a little bit more than a pound because I knew if I was in, at least within the 220 point something, I would have been okay. So I went back. I got on the stair stepper. Now the... I got back on the, I did some sprints on the, the treadmill for about 10 minutes and couldn't find my rhythm, had no energy. So then I got 
on a stationary bike and I was sitting there and for some reason I got in a rhythm and I was going and I sat there for about 30-35 minutes. This was about 9.30 and winds were at 10. So I got off and I was like, damn, if I'm not there, I'm not there. I knew I was close. So I left there. I went to Walgreens and picked up some stuff, some Gatorade, some water, just some different stuff like that to rehydrate. And I got there and they hadn't opened up the park yet. So now I'm sitting there for another 10 minutes with all my plastics on, windows up, heater on, trying to sweat it out. And finally, I finally get into the park. And I walk up and, you know, do all my registration. And I was like, let's wait and let's get this over with. So I stripped down, tore my plastics off, and still had my uh, leggings on. And the guy's like, well, let's move because we're right in the middle of everyone. People are signing up and I'm trying to strip down here. And I was like, well, let me try it with my leggings on. So I hopped on and it was 220.1. I had made it. Uh, I was like, I can take these off and get under 220 if you want. And he's like, no, you're good. I'll give it to you. So boom, I made it. So I started uh, sipping down some water, sipping down. Gatorade and uh, I needed to go get me some food, so I got me some food. Went and took a shower because I hadn't showered in, in a day really because I didn't want to absorb any water, so I was stinky. So I <laughs> went back to the hotel, took a shower, and uh, this whole time I'm trying to rehydrate, get some food back in my body, get some salt back in my body so I can start retaining a little bit more water. So I got back to competition about an hour later. And we start warming up. Well, I got there a little bit late, and they're doing the uh, press medley. And the press medley was a dumbbell twice, axle clean and press twice, and a log clean and press twice. In, comp in excuse me, in uh, practice, I had made it through the medley uh, with competition weights, and I hit a couple times with a dumbbell, and it felt light, so. I didn't have any more time, and strongmen aren't notorious for bad warm-ups anyways. They don't give you a whole lot of time to warm up. So I got up first time, and uh, first one pressed, easy. Uh, second dumbbell press, and my calf freaking seized up. It cramped up, and it was because I was super dehydrated. And I tried two or three more times. I could not get the, the weight up. So I was like, damn, I scratched that one. And so for the rest of the day, I, uh, I, next was deadlift, 475, uh, axle deadlift for reps. And, uh, I pulled 475 and for three reps, and that was pretty competitive. Uh, next, next one was the, I believe the truck pull. And it was a seated truck pull, hand over hand, uh, we're saying I'm tired. The first pull, both calves crap up. And I was able to push my feet forward, my heels forward, and relieve that pressure. So I finished the the, the event. And uh, then we had farmer carry. And I was worried about when I'm moving my feet fast on my toes that they would crump up. Luckily, they did not. And then finally, the last event of the day was a stone uh, load. And it was a stone series to platforms. The first platform was really high. I think it was about 60 inches. So about 5 feet. And I was worried that once I get that triple extension at the top, try to load the stone, they were going to cramp up. Luckily, they did not. Uh, I nearly finished the series. And when I came down uh, to it all, I finished fifth. 
and very competitive. I think we had 12 to 13 competitors in the division. It was very competitive. And I was happy with my finish. My main goal was to hit 220 and then let the cards fall where they may. And I think I accomplished that. And I was super pumped. Uh, not that I finished fifth. Uh, obviously, we always want to win. But because I hit my goal and was still able to be competitive with some very strong um, competitors. So I... Uh, that's where I'm at right now. I obviously I've rehydrated. I'm back to about 232, and uh, now my goal is to get down to about 215. Um, once I do that, I want to stay competitive and strongman in the 220 class, and uh, build my strength from there. Uh, really change my body, and hopefully in the future go down and compete powerlifting again at 198. I think I could be very competitive at a 198 class. I know I could still squat over 500, uh, pull close to six, and bench three and a half at, at that weight. So that's kind of my plans going forward. And uh, the cool thing is a ton of people have reached out to me since I've, I've made it known what I did, and I haven't got to my goal yet. So I'm super pumped about that, and I uh, want to continue helping people, inspiring people, and continue working on myself and becoming a better athlete, coach, and, uh, you know, just general health. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Now, uh, since I, you know, kind of covered how I cut that weight and I touched a little bit on the keto diet, I really want to get a little more in-depth with that and what I've been doing. So like I said, the first couple of weeks, I kind of just dabbled with what I thought was keto. And uh, now I've had several people, you know, ask about the keto diet. What did you do? This and that. My typical day would look like I would wake up in the morning. Uh, I'm not a big breakfast guy, but I try to get it in. I would have either an omelet or some hard-boiled eggs, three or four of them in the morning with some spinach, some avocado, uh, butter with that, and cheese. Then I would have a protein shake a little bit later. I would add some natural peanut butter that would keep the fats up. And then uh, for lunch, a lot, a lot of times when, I, when in doubt, I found eggs. Um, or lunch, I would get some barbecue, get some uh, low-carb barbecue sauce. Or if I couldn't find it, I would just uh, eat the barbecue and just, you know, just a taste of the barbecue. And for dinner, you know, I'd eat meat, cheese, avocados. I would supplement with, uh, with some different things. I would add some MCT, coconut oil. To some of the things that I made. If I went out, I try to find something on the menu that I could I could eat. Uh, like I said, when in doubt, get a freaking omelet. But you start to figure out what's keto and what's not, and what your body's responding to. I'm not here to say that keto is the greatest diet ever, but it's something that I was able to sustain. There's several diets out there, hundreds of diets out there that work, and this was something that I could sustain 
and I think I can sustain for a while, and at least to get to me, get me into my goal, and then you know balance out a little bit more. So I do like to have a little bit of pizza, uh, burgers, you know, different stuff like French fries. Oh my God, French fries! I miss French fries. But uh, since the competition, I've kind of taken a week off and kind of eating some stuff, kind of reset my body a little bit. Because what I noticed with the keto diet, if you're on it for too long, your body, you'll start to taper just like anything else. And you'll start to plateau. So you kind of almost have to reset your body. Now some people talk about um, a carb night or once a week resetting. I don't like that once a week because then it sets me too far back every week. I like to do it every other week. That way you have two solid weeks of keto and then, you know, one one afternoon, one evening, uh, and add some carbs in there just to reset your body. The one thing that I, I did realize that I had to do, I've never had a problem pooping. With a keto diet, after uh, three or four weeks, I was plugged up. So I started supplementing a lot, and I, with uh, magnesium, along with the fish oils that I was taking, and once I got that, anywhere from 500 to 1,000 milligrams a day, and I started pooping again regularly. So that that's the only drawback that I found for the keto diet. I uh, I haven't really tracked anything per se. I, I'm just not that, uh, I don't know, I guess detail-oriented, I guess. But uh, I know that I was trying to keep my carbs under, so I'm, I'm reading labels, different stuff like that. If it doesn't have a label, I look it up. I was using my fitness pal. And that really helped, and I try to keep my carbohydrates under 30%, or th not 30%, I'm sorry, 30 uh, grams a day. I, what I found with the keto diet is that if you have too much protein, then you're, you're going to stop. And what happens is, and, and let, let me preface this. I should have prefaced this whole thing with I, any uh, malnutritionist, you know, all this is from trial and error. But if you have too much protein, I feel like your body gets stuck. And because what the keto diet does is it uses the high fat and uh, produces ketones, which is a byproduct of breaking down fat as our primary energy source because our bodies are already deprived of glycogen because we have no carbs. So our bodies are always going back to a state of survival. And then the next energy source that we're going to find is when our body starts producing ketones because of lack of glycogen. So when you have too much protein and not enough fat, then you become really lethargic because now you have no energy source. And so that's what I found. So my main thing is I try to keep my, my fats around, let's say, 60 to 65%. Um, my protein about 20 to 30 a day, and then my carbs right around 10 and that, that's kind of the breakdown of where I kept my keto diet. And that's kind of where I'll go from now. Now I'm curious to see how my body responds after a week off of keto. 
and see how it goes from there. I'm hoping that it'll spawn really well and I continue my my weight loss and I think the biggest thing for me going down is start to build strength back up. Now whether that's with keto or pseudo keto or whatever, that's my main thing is starting to build my strength back up at a 210, 215 uh, body weight. So I think I can do that, but it's going to take some time to get used to. Uh, training, we'll see how that goes because I didn't really train heavy because my main goal was to lose the weight. So let's see how my body responds when I start to train heavy again and uh, see if I can sustain the keto diet while still training heavy. Um, I've seen reports out there that people have struggled with that and then I've seen other things that people love it. So I think at the end of the day when it comes to diet in general is eat real food and find something sustainable for you. I think too many people are trying to get too scientific and this is easy for me to say because I, that's not my background but people try to get too scientific with it and too and they overthink the whole thing. At the end of the day, just eat some real food and watch you know, what you're eating. And any diet's going to work. And you're going to lose weight in, on any diet if you have a caloric deficit. Now, is that ideal for strength building and muscle building? No. But it all depends on what your goals are. So uh, I guess to wrap things up with a keto diet is do your research, ask around, see what people are doing, but also take into account that find out what works for your body. The same thing that works for my body is not going to work for you, uh, necessarily work for you. So just do your research, and if you have any questions, hit me up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Instagram, Nez Hoover, and uh, or the Bars Loaded page, and. Uh, We'll have some more information coming out uh, later. I'm hoping to get a couple of people on uh, the podcast that have been doing keto for a lot longer than me. So, you know, just stay tuned and uh, I'll have some more information about the keto diet. Uh, I'll post some more on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, if you got any questions, hit me up. Matthew Chavez on Facebook, Nez Hoover on Instagram. And uh, be sure to follow our bars loaded page and uh, give this give our podcast a five star and leave us a comment and we, as we continue to build this podcast. So uh, look out, we're gonna try to do this at least every other week. My goal is to do twice a week, or um, excuse me, twice a month, and and my ultimate goal is to do one every week. And if I can get a roll doing that, then uh, we can get more information out and. And continue to build this podcast. So for thanks for listening. Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends. And uh, also subscribe on YouTube. And uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks a lot.